All right. Welcome to the pod. Happy first day, Ollie. I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Happy first day, Holly. Happy first day to you, too. This is the penalty box. So we decided to start this podcast just to share some embarrassing stories and, you know, maybe maybe share some unsolicited advice to you guys. Yeah, and hopefully you guys can relate. I'm sure you've all got some crazy stories of your own, um, and hopefully you can laugh along with us. So today we're really going to start at rock bottom and share a very embarrassing story each. Maybe this will help you get to know us a little more. Maybe it'll make you want to know us a little less. (laughs) Hopefully not, but we will see. Um, So for my story, I guess we'll start with... um, we can talk about dating your classmates, which I just want to say, first <laughs> off, first off, do not do, do not recommend, horrible idea, don't do it. My classmate was, we were pretty much the only people that we, each other talked to, partners for everything, we were, we just liked each other. I don't know if it was in a dating kind of way, but we went that way anyways. So that was kind of the first person that I I had, like, actual feelings for, I guess. I guess? Kind of? Mm, Okay. I would say, yeah. I feel like that was definitely the first time you opened yourself up to someone. Yes. Yes. It it didn't, I mean, we weren't, like, dating. He wasn't, like, my boyfriend or anything. Um, (laughs) Oh, we love those. Those situationships. What are we? (laughs) He ended up being really far away. It didn't work out. And right after it ended, he ended up with a girlfriend, and that shit hurted. Let me tell you. <laughs> that um, hurted? Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was first year, second semester, and then I, this was right before our second year started that I had to go back and face this guy, and it was really hard. Like, I was like, this is like a it was really dramatic for me at the time, too, because I hadn't felt actual heartbreak yet at the time. So it was like, I was I was really scared. I was nervous to go into class. And I, I didn't for a couple days. And I finally got in there. Um, everybody already had their own partners planned out. And <laughs> so there were no partners left. So for our first project that we had that semester, I was like, all right, well, I don't know who I can rely on so I just you know what I was like listen we both don't have partners we work well together let's let's just do it and he's like sure okay um well maybe do you think that was like your most desperate attempt to still keep him in your life honestly like it wasn't I'm gonna be honest with you no like I was (laughs) (laughs) hope he's not listening to oh he is he knows (laughs) Um, but that's the thing is we are like, we're such good friends now. And if none of that ever happened, we would not be as close as we are now. Like talk to him like all the time. And I'm really thankful for that because we, <clears throat> sorry, just turned into a preview and boy for a second. Um, <laughs> and we, um, I'm really thankful for that because we realized that we didn't like each other in that way. Um, but we still liked each other. We still wanted to be a part of each other's lives. And that's just something that 
I wanted to share because it's not impossible to be with somebody and still keep them in your life. And it doesn't have to, it can be totally platonic because it is. Yeah, I feel like I was super shocked when that happened. Everyone was. I remember was. how invested you were. Yeah, like you were so invested yeah. and like it had a big impact on you. And then I've personally never been able to like make amends and stay friends with people no. after things go wrong. But that's everybody's, yes. everybody has asked me about it. Like, oh, like, are you still like, like, are you trying to date him still? Or like, what's going on there? And I'm like, no, like, I have not felt that way since it ended. Like, I, yeah. he's my friend and that's all he has been since then and that's all he was before then like it's just I'm I'm so thankful for it it would not change a thing but yeah sometimes things work out in funny ways I guess super cringy question here for you but um you know that saying like if you can stay friends after a relationship you were either still in love or you never were I don't know if that's like applicable here but that's always something I think of if I can stay friends with someone after. yeah I mean like I would go for the never were um but like we were yeah. that was the thing is to start off we were really close friends and then it was kind of like okay boy girl we'll see we'll see what happens and then it turned out it was like no not this not this and I feel like as long as like you don't cross boundaries going forward like you're transparent with you know future boyfriends and stuff oh yeah about him being your friend and that's that's a, the best part is like I go to him for boy advice like all the time <laughs> like it's a very different story, but it's possible. Wow. Well, that's, I think that also speaks to like levels of maturity. Yeah. Like I know. I think both of us grew a lot from it. Well, that's good. I mean, definitely a tragic beginning. I remember how sad you oh were. God, yeah. And it, I think that it was, it wasn't necessarily about anyone in particular. It was like the first time no. that I had been actually rejected and that it hurts like it doesn't matter who it's it a, is like, it, it hurts it always is going to hurt it's a pride thing yeah, I exactly and everything when I think I was like 18 or something at the time when you're 18 those like smaller problems they feel so big and when you're looking back on it you're like what like they're so small when you yeah. look back on it there are so many bigger fish to fry in your life but that's also something like that's something super important to take forward because obviously pain's relative to what you're going through. So yeah. like looking now, obviously you've been through so much more since then. Yeah. But being able to like like be present in those moments and realize like, yeah, this this hurts, like this sucks. But later on in the grand scheme, like I'm gonna look back and realize, wow, I learned so much. Yeah. And you know, it was really minuscule. Absolutely. And I, I would not be where I am in as good of a place as I'm in without all the pain that these jerks have caused me over the course of my <laughs> years. So I'm thankful for all of them. Definitely one thing to look at also is it's dependent on the guy as well. Obviously, like he plays a big role in your life still. So yeah, absolutely. recognizing that it wasn't you or him, it was just the situation wasn't working for yeah, you. Absolutely. Claire, I want to hear your story. <laughs> I don't want to tell it you anymore. You have to. You have to. <laughs> Uh man, listening to your story and hearing how pure and wholesome and how everything worked out for the better makes me realize that sometimes it's just not like that. <laughs> not all of us are that lucky, Holly. Sorry. Sorry about it. Well, the story I've chosen to tell today is a little bit um more painful, 
on the pride specter, I'd say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, a few summers ago, I, you know, the whole, like, summer thing, you get into a situation where you're not really sure if it's going to last the beyond the summer, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's always hope that it will. Yep. Oh, I met this guy at a bar. I had known him for a long time, like, known of him, but we had never really, like, hung out or talked or had any, like, good encounters. Okay. Yeah, after we met at the bar, we went out a few times, and it was good. It wasn't anything special, but it was definitely nice to have someone during this time. It was, like, in between major breakups, yeah. so, like, you know, the heart the heart wants something sure. all the time. Sure, understandable, of course. And things were progressing. I mean... He met my family, oh. which I always feel like that's, like, that's a big that's deal. That's, like, when it's you know, for real. For me. That's what I always thought. And it was kind of an accident. Like, he was at my house for dinner, and then my family just showed up. So, it, like, <laughs> I didn't have control over it. But, like, after that night, I was like, things went well. Things are good. I'm happy. It was destiny. You know, he met my dad. <laughs> like, they shook hands. We're serious. Okay. We could get married. Okay. 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 It could work out. Yeah. And then one night, I went to the bar with my girlfriends from work, and he agreed to pick me up after, which was great. We love a love a caring gentleman. Love that. And we got some McDonald's on the way home. All was good. I was happy. I was a bottle of Merlot deep, and I was thrilled to be with this guy in that moment. <laughs> oh, no. And this is where the tables turn. And I didn't, I didn't realize this. Like, I didn't acknowledge that this was happening as it was happening. I didn't really see the red flags. He didn't want to meet my friends after. Like, he was just like, I just kind of want to go home. <laughs> Bitch, you met my deal. family. Yeah, I'm like, you're part of the gang now. Yeah. Like, meet we my friends. We are one. We're getting married. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and so we went to bed that night. And one thing led to another. Things escalated. In what I thought was a positive way okay. at the time, okay. if you know what I mean. And yeah, I get it. I know after things finished, we were both laying there and I'm like looking up at the ceiling, like super happy. Like this is, you know, this is good. He picked me up. He cares. We had a nice end to our night kind of. And then he rolls over and he looks me dead in the eyes and he goes, you know that? feeling when you're like starting to fall in love and you feel like it's like the one and I'm like like heart is thumping I'm excited this man's about to confess his love for me (laughs) wow then it happens he goes I don't really feel that way for you oh my god (laughs) oh my god I was laying there naked I was happy I was excited I was vulnerable as hell and then this guy tells me I'm not the one. Did you did he think he maybe should have done that before? Yeah. Well, if it's no, because then he wouldn't have things wouldn't have escalated if he did it before. That's the way the male brain works. Yeah. So we didn't end up being friends. Like you. Know, no, I think like with that one is a little different. <laughs> oh my god. No, and I didn't know it went yeah, that way. I, honestly. Yeah, it was that aggressive. And I was, for the next few days, I was, like, super sad. I was, like, rage texting him, like, how could you? How could you? And he didn't answer. He did not entertain it. He was done with the situation. He said his piece. He was, 
he he ruined it. He was ready to leave. And yeah, I was obviously sad and embarrassed, but looking back on it now, like we 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 didn't have that feeling. Like there was no spark. Yeah. It was just something to pass the time. Yeah. But I was more like fixated on the fact that like he was the person in my life at the time and I wanted to make it as serious as it could. I feel like that's something that I've had to work on going forward is to recognize that not everything is like the end all be all. Yeah. Yeah. Lust and love. <laughs> two different things. Don't choose lust yeah, over love. Yeah, two different things. And you hear that. Like, you hear that all the time, those two different things. But I feel like until that exact situation yeah. happens to you, I, you know? You don't <laughs> know that it's lust until it stabs you in the back. And then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and that was unlucky. I don't want to say I deserved it, but, like. It's kind of a wake-up call, though. Yeah, man, it taught me things. Like, looking back, I'm like, this man was not it. And if this is how he's going to break things off, like, shake your head. Use your brain. And nothing can hurt you anymore. (laughs) After that, nothing hurts. When I say this conversation was going to go to rock bottom, like, this was my rock bottom. Like, this. I was not in love, but my heart was broken. I was sad. That shit hurted. (laughs) That was the most I've ever been hurt of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is um that is probably one of my favorite stories of yours just because I can't believe that happened, although I know it was extremely traumatic for you, which obviously that's like that's like yeah. sociopathic shit, but anyways. No, honestly, the worst part of it was that while we were dating, we he had forced me to go on like a plethora of uncomfortable dates with his best friend and and his girlfriend. Oh, you had to meet his and, friends. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I met his grandma too. So we, <laughs> we were buds. Not Cam Cam. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really know her. I knew I knew his guy friend before. He's a super chill dude. I really liked him. But that guy's girlfriend was a lot of energy, and just her and I were never really on the same wavelength. Mm-hmm. So these double dates were super painful to me. Like as a socially anxious little bug like it was not fun but I did it yeah and then later I ended up working with her (gasps) so like I I had to go through this again and again for months thinking like oh my god like did they make fun of me at their hangouts now like am I the pit of all their jokes I honestly but I can't imagine him like straight up telling his friends that he did that like can you imagine confessing that you did that to somebody I can't yeah and I think that goes down to, like, your moral code yes. and, like, what you think is okay. You know what I mean? Because if he did it, he's obviously – I hope he's ashamed of it. Like, I hope he's sad. He should be. But, like, not following up ever to be like, hey, sorry, like, you know, I'm, I messed up. I think that spoke volumes. Even just to reach out, not even just to, like, get you back or something, but to just be like, hey, I was I was shitty, and I'm sorry about that. That's all. That's all that needed to happen. Yeah. But, you know. And, like, at the end of the day, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm obviously happy where I am now. I probably wouldn't have met the guy that I'm with now if I married this guy like I had thought when I was 18 years old. Yeah. But definitely, like, helped me understand the proper way to treat someone when you're not feeling it. And that was not it. No, that is never it. (laughs) If you can take one nugget from this conversation don't do that just make sure to treat people kindly yeah and try at least when people say do your best you know 
but like let people down easy because you never know like I'm here talking about it like six years later being like that was the worst I've ever felt yeah and you know what in the moment he probably didn't think it was gonna hurt you that much because he probably didn't think about how it would affect you at all he was just like no I don't want to do this but you you have to think about how your actions affect other people because it can be really traumatic and like obviously if I wasn't a bottle of wine deep maybe i would have picked up on his signs quicker perhaps you would and have for had him, better judgment yeah <laughs> i mean i feel like i would i wish i had better judgment that entire relationship but things happen things don't work out but the way he said it like it was just so inappropriate and the delivery and the circumstances like be better you know yeah. be a better human i hope that if he ever finds himself in the situation again he can navigate it differently and what if you know he has done it to other people if he's like a serial breakup guy honestly i have no doubt in my mind because to be so cold i definitely wasn't a victim in the situation because sometimes like things don't work out and that's okay yes absolutely do not feel bad if you want to cut things off with somebody but like there are ways to do it so that's my worst story that's a that's my rock bottom Mine wasn't my rock bottom, I guess, but we'll get there in due time. Don't worry. Oh, can't wait for your rock bottom, my friend. <laughs> that is a story <laughs> and a half, but that is for a, a couple weeks ahead of us. So we wanted to end this with advice for our younger selves. What would we do things differently or what could we say to ourselves to help us get through it? From the outside looking in, you navigated your situation perfectly. I'm honestly... You recognized... I rocked that shit. I'm honestly so proud of it. Like, I can learn from that. Yeah. The main takeaway is, like, don't take things so seriously. Don't take life so seriously because, you know what? Most of the guys you're going to be with, you're probably not going to get married to, and that's okay because it's... It's a, st- it's a part of your growth. Every person that you've been with, every person you've met, every friendship, relationship you've had is a part of your story. Whether you think that it went somewhere or not, you've grown from that. You've learned from that. Yeah, I really like that. I feel like that can be applied to literally every breakup. Oh my God, yes. Sad thing you go through is that, you know, recognize that some things are a milestone. Yeah. You know, it's a stepping stone to something else. And the fact that you were able to open up and you know, really share a connection with another human is like, that's a miracle in itself. And yeah, I'm really proud of you. That was a really good one. Good story. Good share. What would you tell yourself? Oh God. (laughs) Open your eyes. Yeah. Stay away. (laughs) Um, I think, you know what, I'm going to say to really feel things through and be present. And if you're sad, be sad, like let it out and learn from it it hurt a lot but I was able to you know come out on the other side and open up again to someone else so I'm not sad about that one in the moment I was but looking back I'm I'm proud of the way I was able to get myself out of that hole if that makes sense and that was such a huge thing that I learned from you is to let yourself be sad without those like you're not making any progress you're not learning anything from it you have to have those times where you just let it out and cry you have to be in your feels I learned that from you and I'm so thankful for it (laughs) yeah I'm a big uh, big emotional advocate that's pretty much it for today anything you want to wrap up with be nice to yourself that's all
<laughs> well, thanks for coming along with us on our on our first uh, 25 minutes of sad stories. These podcasts are not going to have anything to do with sports in case in case anyone <laughs> thought that. Um, Disclaimer, and, not the place to be. Yeah, and I'm not sure if we're in the penalty box or if the people in our stories are. I don't know. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Bye guys.